0: The Lord be with you. With your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. On one occasion, when Jesus was going to the house of a leader of the Pharisees to eat a meal on the Sabbath, the lawyers and Pharisees were watching him closely. When Jesus noticed how the guests chose the places of honor, he told them a parable. When you are invited by someone to a wedding banquet, do not sit down at the place of honor in case someone more distinguished than you has been invited by your host. And the host who invited both of you may come and say to you, Give this person your place. And then, in disgrace, you would start to take the lowest place. But when you are invited, Go and sit down at the lowest place, so that when your host comes, he may say to you, Friend, move up higher. Then you will be honored in the presence of all who sit at the table with you. For whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. Jesus also said to the Pharisee who had invited him, When you give a luncheon or a dinner, Do not invite your friends or your brothers or sisters or your relatives or rich neighbors in case they may invite you in return, and you would be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, and the blind, and you will be blessed because they cannot repay you, for you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous." The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. In the Scriptures, heaven and. and Heaven is often described as a great wedding banquet, and for that reason, I think it's a mistake to think that today's gospel is just some practical advice about humility or about what seat to take when at a banquet. Of course, Jesus wants his followers to be humble, but his parables always have a spiritual meaning. They always contain lessons that direct our attention toward heaven. We began reflecting last weekend on our Lord's command, strive to enter through the narrow door. Disciples are expected to do more than try. We're called to strive to pass through the door into the kingdom because there's a real possibility that some may not make it through that door and could be left in the place of weeping and gnashing of teeth. Jesus often spoke about hell, so Christians aren't afraid to consider its reality. We believe in the existence of terrible things. Death, war, injustice, and pain. We wish these things didn't exist, but they do. Likewise, we wish hell wasn't real, but Jesus has told us it is, so we acknowledge that. Yes, the descriptions of hell that Jesus shares sound horrifying, but... Our faith doesn't revolve around that. Because the thing about terrible things is that God didn't create any of them. No, we did. And that means all terrible things are very limited and can never be as powerful or as enduring as what God can make. Most important, though, we remember that at this time, that narrow door Jesus mentions is a wide-open door. It may be narrow, but there's nothing preventing anyone and everyone from passing through it and into the kingdom. Jesus mentions the place of weeping and gnashing of teeth not to scare us, but to reveal what he's going to do about it. He's going to throw a banquet. And it's that heavenly banquet that we keep our focus on. A banquet is a great image for heaven. It makes us think maybe of fellowship and celebrations of abundance and filling our gut to satisfaction. But it does fall short in some ways. I think heaven must be a much better banquet, much, must be much better than any banquet we can imagine here. I remember growing up, of course, enjoyed family gatherings for Christmas or other holidays or some other celebration but I wasn't always so pleased when we hosted the gathering at our home. It meant first cleaning the place up for all the guests, and it meant cleaning the whole place up after the guests had left, as well as maybe eating the same leftovers for a few days or longer after as well. I think a, a, the banquet in heaven would be much different. No need to clean up before, no need to wash any dishes after, because it will never come to an end. Uh, we will have our fill and never have to feel guilt or adjust the belt during that banquet. <clears throat> we might imagine the banquet being large enough for all our loved ones. There's no worry about being, there being enough space or enough seats at the banquet table of God. We don't belong to a faith based on fear, but on love, and so this image of a loving banquet that God throws for his creation, that's what we keep our focus on. There's a few things we can learn, even though this parable falls short. There are some things we can learn from it about heaven. First, we see that heaven, this, this banquet of God, is where God lifts us up. He, the host of this dinner in the parable seems more pleased to lift up his guests than to have to ask some to take a lower place. We also learn from this parable that we cannot take a higher place by force or by will. It's something that's granted to us. We can't demand it or just take whatever place we wish. It's up to God, the host. We also learn that we can't throw a banquet as good as what God has planned we can't even imagine a banquet as good as what God has planned. And so keeping our thoughts on heaven, this, this banquet God has for us, it makes a difference, not just for tomorrow, it makes a difference for today too. Considering heaven matters because if heaven is our home, we're going to try to make here like it. As part of the Lord's Prayer. Uh, After uh, praying that God's will be done, we pray that uh, God's will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We know earth will never be heaven, but we want it to be like heaven as much as possible. And if we know heaven is our home, we're going to want to make here like that, wherever we can. Considering heaven matters because we ought to be doing on earth what we'll be doing in heaven. That is especially to know and love God, others, and ourselves. That's what's going to happen in heaven. We'll have full knowledge of God, ourselves, and others. Nothing will be hid- hidden. Uh, no, uh, uh, no mysteries or things to have to w- worry about. And we ought to do on earth that what we will be doing in heaven. That's good practice for that. Considering heaven today also matters because it helps us to build up hope as well. <clears throat> We're a very lucky group of people here, uh, but we might think of those who aren't so lucky, those existing in war torn places, or those exiled, or those facing severe hunger, or maybe even some of the famines we're hearing about. And it's easy for despair to creep in. Heaven always gives something to hope for. A consideration of heaven, that banquet of God, also matters because it helps us to build a hunger for that banquet. I think this is a key for passing through that narrow door. We have to want to go through it. We have to want what's on that other side. So considering heaven helps helps us to strive to pass through that narrow door. In the meantime, here we pray and ask God to build up our hope and our hunger for what he has to offer. God of all, we ask that through your Holy Spirit our hope would be built up so that we will always strive to pass through your narrow door. may We always crave and long for that banquet you offer, trusting that it will surpass all imagination and bring for us eternal joy. This prayer we make in Jesus' name. Amen.